0: <laughs> yeah, you need to find the right, um, right time to right welcome time people. With the music. Okay, okay,
1: sorry, sorry,
0: start. Yes. Let's go.
1: Hello and welcome to the third episode of Product and Cake. I'm here in the studio with Paul.
0: Hi, Gonçal. Awesome to talk to you.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's so been a while.
0: <laughs> it's been a while, but we are still in the product All world right. and in the cake world, yes. even though the cake, the awesome tasty chocolate cake this time is already eaten. Sad. But the product work is never stopping. Nope. And some from time to time, there comes the situation where people step into the room and say, hey, business changed, we promised too much, uh, mm-hmm. uh, our numbers are under pressure. We need to start a project that is important for us to survive at all and it needs to be done within the next four weeks. You know that kind of situations?
1: Yes, it happens sometimes way too often.
0: And what's your reaction on that
1: where should I start? I have a lot of feelings. Um, So I think you call this a suicide project, right? Yes. Why do you call it that?
0: Um, I tried to uh, frame it a little bit, but uh, maybe the introduction was a little bit too broad or too generalistic. But I would call it a suicide project... If you have teams that are already full of work mm-hmm. and had a long roadmap and a long backlog of things and a lot of requirements that pop up because people using your product and they have they discover bugs and so on and you need to be um, fast in yeah. reacting to them and then getting from the side the question or not the question but the uh, the job basically to start a project. That is not fully defined, that has a lot of unknown unknowns inside. And it's also not yeah. clear who exactly should do it. And there's a fixed deadline.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. So, my first reaction to these things when they pop up is why? Why did this pop up now? Well, is it something, is a requirement change? Or is it something we already knew? three months before, two months before, even one week before. And we not, we did not talk about it or didn't was not communicated.
0: Yeah, why is definitely the best question. Everyone should know that. Yeah. <laughs> also, if it's not a suicide project, uh, asking why and really deeply understanding the reasons is always a good start. So my answer would be why are you asking? I just explained that this is uh, relevant to for, our, for us, for our company to survive because we will not make money and we all will lose our job if we are not able to fulfill that project on time.
1: Yeah, but the issue is that things that are relevant and have such an importance, we probably should have known it before. And why we didn't know that before, why we did not plan it accordingly, is a very, very big issue. And until that is not solved, we will continuously have these projects and these suicide um, topics coming
0: up. So, you say one normal, or basically my reaction would be okay, let's tackle this project. Let's try to cut down the requirements and make it somehow more f- feasible. And after that, let's talk about the reason why. But yeah. if I got you correctly, then you say, if you take that approach, then as soon as you uh, survive the one project, mm-hmm. the next project will pop up because exactly. you did not fix the root cause.
1: Exactly, exactly. This is something that we see happen too often when there is something in the market changing or when a company is going through another round of um Raising uh, money, or when the whole leadership team of a, a team or a company is changing, these things happen more and more because there was a communication gap somewhere. Yeah. That is at least my <clears throat> experience.
0: Yeah, so let's step a let's go a step back and what would be the right way of communication? In that case, because I would also, next to the why question, I would always ask, is it really that uh, deadly or what would Mm -hmm. happen if we just postpone it for one month or basically postpone it until it's done? Because it's super complicated in this agile world to specify one specific deadline, right? If you don't have the requirements and even you have the requirements, you can't, have a dedicated date Mm -hmm. when it's done because there are multiple devices multiple operating system multiple requirements first user feedback everything is changing constantly yeah so it's super super hard to say okay this one and then done and instead you have a way to constantly improve it and always check what's the next most important thing what would have the most impact and back to the initial question i wanted to ask is what would be the right way of communication for you yeah how is it what is the best way
1: so I understand that some things need to have a deadline. As an example, if we have a specific campaign that needs to be launched on the new year, it that is a very hard deadline. So that part I'm okay with, that things will have, sometimes projects, processes, things will have a deadline. That's by that time, we need to at least meet these, this, 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 this requirements. But when something has a very tight deadline and a very strict deadline at the same time and has a very high priority and just pops up. I think the way to communicate it is to say, hey, this is popping up, acknowledging that this is something that is appearing suddenly. So for the team and everyone involved not to feel and fear that they missed out something. And then mention why this thing is popping up right now and why this has such a high importance that it is popping up. And then the next step would be, what does it mean this popping up to the other projects and processes that we are working on? What are we not doing because we are going to do this one instead?
0: Yeah, that's a super awesome thing. And I think that points very much to a problem a lot of teams have Mm -hmm. that they basically don't know what they are working on. You just mentioned in one of our meetings that this is the invisible work that is happening somehow in between, but it takes a lot of time and mind space basically. And this is a super awesome question. So what is happening to the other projects? How do we prioritize them? Or what can we uh, throw out for now? to make room for this popping up. Yeah,
1: thing. exactly. And to be honest, I don't think that the ratio should be one on one. If one thing pops up suddenly and for example, something pops up with the scope that you think from your team takes 2 months to do and you have another project you have two other projects that all of those other each needs 2 months uh, to take. And then, in you want to just replace one thing that takes two months with another thing that takes two months. I don't think that the ratio here should be one to one, but the ratio needs to be to if one project of two months is coming in, you need to remove another project that takes more than two months. Yeah, because a lot of exactly invisible at that point uh, work is is missing. A lot of communication, a lot of the work and thought that went into the project that has been already approved and people have started working on it, went through it, that the project that now is popping up did not go through. So it is extremely important to add much, much more buffer than the actual thing that you're thinking it will take. So again, it's very similar to what we do in Scrum that if you want to change suddenly with an ad hoc ticket, to your uh, board and you want to add another ticket that is, I don't know, five points, you cannot just only take out another ticket that is five points. You need to take out one ticket that is five points, probably one ticket that is three, and one ticket that is two. So you need to add a little bit more buffer to it if you're changing something drastically.
0: Yeah, there are the famous switching costs
1: you also
0: need to take into account. And Then when you are referencing to two months, it's also the big question, where Mm -hmm. is this estimation coming from? You can't go to a product tech team and say, i (laughs) expecting this to take two months, so I take out another thing. Let's go and do it because to to, uh, have a team that is able Mm -hmm. to reach that tight deadline, you need to have the commitment of the team and you need to give the team the trust that they will make it if they promise it. And yep. this refer refer very much to the initial point you mentioned to explain why this thing is popping up suddenly and mm-hmm. no one knows before and not dr- drawing the devil on the wall and say, we will all die if this is not happening. So yep. let's go. This is not a way how you can bring a product tech team to reach a really tight deadline.
1: Yeah, that is a very good point. We should not... So our motivation should not come from fear or frustration. Our motivation should come to work on so- something and to make it ready for the specific deadline should come from the, fe- the feeling of achievement at, the- at that time. So we are going to achieve. So what is the outcome of it uh, when we do that? So that's why it is extremely important to explain why this project that is popping up has such an importance that we are going to change something. Yeah.
0: And you will always have people especially in bigger teams who are willing to contribute yeah, and yeah. who are interested in the specific topic. And for me it would always be the question who wants to work on that topic mm-hmm. and then form a new team and enable this team with trust and commitment that mm-hmm. and ask them what are you able to what are you able to achieve yeah. until this deadline it's absolutely no way to say we need to have this and this features until that time because you can't balance both if you are not deeply deeply into tech and product mm-hmm. you just can say hey we have this requirement what can, and we have this requirement and this deadline what are we able to do because mm-hmm. if you go from that direction then you get the super valuable Insights from the team that maybe a tech person is saying, if we go that way, we can save us three weeks of work, or a product person say, hey, we can prioritize things differently and make mm-hmm. time available here. But as you said, it's not the the fear that motivates people; yep. it's the challenge and the commitment, and you can drive that through the right questions.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that was a very good point that you mentioned. It's not important, and it's it's not a specifically to the suicide projects, but in general, it is not going to be helpful if your requirements are exactly features. that you say, oh, I want this feature to work like this, to look like this, I want it here. This is not going to increase anyone's motivation on what they're doing. What would motivate people is to actually solve that problem, to say, hey, we have this issue, this is the requirement to to make it working, what can we do? And then the product and tech team comes together and says, okay, these are the potential options that we can have. If we go this way, it's going to cost us this much. If we go that way, so we can have multiple options and then we can weigh it. And But when it be, when a team or specifically in this case, as leadership team comes and drops a specific feature request on the table of, The team, it just not only frustrates the team, but also reduces creativity and productivity in the longer run. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it lowers motivation. Mm -hmm. So I would also add always, if you are in front of this kind of suicide project, then find out who is willing to contribute for what reason ever. And then form a new team and enable this team to take the decisions and to find out what's possible until this deadline. To generate exactly the motivation that will be the lever to be successful in the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. And accept the consequences of changing something drastically last minute as well, which is going to be a little bit of frustration from the team, which is going to be not getting some other things done. There always will be something that will not get done if something else is going to be. We cannot work on everything all at the same time.
0: Yeah. What I really love is the question, if you ask, why, why is this more important as the other thing? And the answer is, you know, basically, everything is important. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if everything is important, nothing is important.
0: Right. <laughs> And with that said, if you are in front of your uh, suicide project, make sure that your team is willing to to work on that Mm -hmm. and also make sure that you dig behind the reason why the suicide project just appears. I was really not able to talk about on the music (laughs) on time. (laughs) You want to try it again? We can. Yeah. So when you are working on a suicide project, make sure to have a dedicated and motivated team and also dig behind the reasons why this project appears. See you next time and don't forget to subscribe. Goodbye. Bye.
1: All right. So thank you for listening up to this point. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it, right?
0: Yes, totally. Feedback and questions and also opposite opinions are always welcome.
1: And also, if you have any recommendation for us, what topic to talk about, if you have any person in mind that you think we should interview for any specific topic you have in mind, we would love to hear that. So you can send it to us via email.
0: Yeah, sure. Or via social media networks, you will find us. I guess.
1: Yes. There will be some info of how to contact us in the description. Yeah. Look or, for it.
0: Or send it via snail mail to mobility office and write <laughs> CO product and cake podcast. So a lot of people will know about the podcast then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good point. Let's do it. Thank you. And bye again.